Welcome to Start at Regions 1 and 3 podcast. My name is Dr. Annie Ranking, and I am a family resource specialist with Starnet Regions 1 and 3. If you'd like to find out more about us, please visit us at starnet.org. Today, we're going to be focusing on the concept of hidden curriculum. I'm Dr. Annie Ranking, a family resource specialist at Starnet Regions 1 and 3. The idea of hidden curriculum is something that comes up in many of the trainings that I provide through StarNet. Hidden curriculum is defined as many different way in many different ways. However, it is a concept that describes the often unarticulated, often unacknowledged and unconscious concepts that the children are taught in our classrooms, in our early childhood classrooms and school buildings. This happens through teacher language, sometimes through school policies, and oftentimes through the curriculum that we provide. And in effect, this impacts the learning and overall self-esteem for the children that we are interacting with. The term hidden curriculum focuses on how schools create inequitable environments and was more popularized in 2018 when we had some authors who wrote a publication called Curriculum Development. In this publication, hidden curriculum was defined as the unwritten, unofficial, and often unintended lessons, values, and perspectives that children learn in school. While the quote, formal curriculum consists of the courses, lessons, and learning activities students or children participate in, as well as knowledge and skills educators intentionally teach to children, the hidden curriculum consists of the unspoken or implicit academic, social, and cultural messages that are communicated to students while they are in school. So going further, hidden curriculum touches on every aspect of education. It touches it on every aspect so much that there are places that list example after example after example. While the hidden curriculum in any given school encompasses an enormous variety of potential intellectual, social, cultural, and environmental factors, far too many to extensively catalog here in this short podcast today. But thinking about hidden curriculum, it's important to identify some examples such as the cultural expectations that are sometimes children experience of lowering educators' academic expectations for students based on tracking level, family history, social class, cultural, socioeconomic status, ability, immigration status, and so forth. Another common hidden curriculum is through our cultural values. These can be the school values that are transmitted in various ways, such as saying, oh, he won't do well, his parents don't care, or all they want him to do is be an athlete. He's not going to do any of our work. So then we can go on to discuss curricular topics and how we engage in curricular topics in our classrooms. How are we engaging in teaching strategies that are inclusive, school structures that are inclusive, 
and also thinking about the policies that we have within our classrooms. Many times, hidden curriculum can be seen as sending loaded messages. They're transmitted from the educator, the teacher, to the child, sometimes from child to child, especially if an educator doesn't speak up because silence is loud. So hidden curriculum can cause individuals to feel a lower self-esteem and as if they are not cared for in a safe environment. One of the trainings that I do with a colleague of mine focuses on the ideas of hidden curriculum within an early childhood classroom specifically. And we focus on the ideas of books. Books and materials in the classroom need to ensure that they have three important things. They have mirrors, windows, and sliding glass doors. Now I'm not talking about little, literal mirrors and literal windows and sliding glass doors, but the idea that children need to see themselves represented in books through the mirrors. Children need to see representation of differences in books through the windows, looking into someone else's culture. And children need to be so immersed in an inclusive curriculum that they're entering new realities, opening that sliding glass door and being immersed in a new reality through books. And so how might we think about having positive examples in our classroom? In the podcast notes, I'm providing a handout that you can use as you're picking out books. It's important to understand the author and the illustrator and their background. It's important to think about what is the story telling and how is the story focusing on assets and not deficits. And so to leave you on this podcast today, realize that you are a change agent in your classroom environment. I've given you just a piece of what hidden curriculum is, but I invite you to dive deeper. So choose this one area to start and think through what are the books and what are the books telling your students and children in your classroom. And then I invite you to continue to critically analyze your own professional practices as we're thinking about what are the implicit messages that we often are unintentionally sending through our words, through the curriculum that we're choosing, and through some of our policies. And then understand that you are the agent of change and you can have continual growth. And so with that, while this has been a short podcast, I hope that you have been able to gain some more knowledge on the concept of hidden curriculum. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for listening to our podcast from Starnet Regions 1 and 3. If you'd like to find out more about us, please visit us at starnet.org.